Friday morning parade activities live and in real time starting at 6 a.m. on sharedamedia.com. Tune into KROE 106.9 FM or 93.7 FM, The Coyote, to catch our radio broadcast or watch our live stream on sharedamedia.com. From the sizzling pancake breakfast to the adrenaline-pumping sneakers and spurs run and all the way to the rodeo parade itself, we've got you covered. Spread the word to your friends all over the world and invite them to watch the entire morning show live on sharedamedia.com or listen on KROE and KYTI. This incredible Parade Friday coverage is made possible by generous sponsors like Century 21, BHJ, First Federal Bank and Trust, Harlan Kubota, Truebill Builders, EBA Hearing and Sound, and Range. Join sharedamedia.com for the best live coverage ever. Let's get wild Friday morning on sharedamedia.com. This Wild Rodeo daily update is brought to you by Bucks Travel Stock. Join us for the Hot Summer Nights Vintage Car Show this Friday. Find out more at BucksTravelStock.com. Okay, it's Tuesday, July 11th, and we start the day at 7 a.m. with PRCA Steer Roping Slack at the Fairgrounds. And at 5 p.m., we kick off this 2023 Wild Rodeo season in style with the ever-popular and most exciting thing you can do in your stocking feet, the Wild Rodeo Boot Kickoff Competition at Whitney's Common Park. This is the official kickoff party for the Rodeo Week. Boot Kickoff features fierce competition amongst children and adults. We begin with the stick horse race for kids up to age 8 and top it all off with an edge-of-your-seat good old boot kicking competition for those 9 years and older. How far can you kick a boot down the field? Join us and you'll find out. Space is limited to 20 competitors in each age group, so get there early to make sure you're able to join the fun. Are you planning a party or an event? Designing Dinner Sagewood North Cafe has got you covered with a wide selection of grilling items that are sure to please every palate. And perfect for camping, too. They also have sandwich trays, soups, and salads for small or large groups. Don't forget to add homemade pies and side dishes to your catering order. They're crowd favorites. Designing Dinner Sagewood North Cafe will handle the food so you can enjoy the party. Find out more online at designing-dinners.com and on Facebook. Are you looking for one healthcare clinic that can see your whole family? Hi, I'm Dr. Erica Rinker. Sheridan Memorial Hospital's primary care provides quality healthcare for all ages while offering convenient appointment options such as virtual visits, same-day appointments, and shared appointments, saving you time and money. See us for comprehensive physicals, screening tests, preventative care, and more. Conveniently located in the heart of downtown Sheridan at 61 South Gould Street, find us online at SheridanPrimaryCare.com. This is Ken here at Prime Rate Motors, where we understand everybody's situation is different. We recently had a customer that needed to keep his ranch truck, not trade it in. What he needed was a car for town. After visiting with him, we discovered that what he did have was an extra stock trailer. We were able to take that trailer in as a trade-in and got him a nice economy car that was good on gas and easy to park downtown. Stop in. Let's work something out. Here at Prime Rate Motors, the Super Trailer Store, or PrimeRateMotors.com. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, Noah's Ark Christian Preschool is receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program. 
brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whiting. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now, in roughly 15 hours, Wyo Gibbs, an initiative of the Wyoming Nonprofit Network, will kick off the statewide 24-hour fundraising event designed to bring the state together as one community to raise money and awareness for Wyoming's nonprofits. The fourth annual Wyo Gives takes place all day Wednesday, July 12th. That's tomorrow with 300 plus organizations participating me this year. And joining me this morning to talk about this is the executive director of the Wyo Theater, Aaron Butler. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning. Now, uh, how is the theater taking part in the Wyo Gives initiative? Uh, so, as you mentioned, Wyo Gives is this really incredible statewide day of giving, one day only. Uh, and so, many, many org- nonprofit organizations are participating uh, as a way to say, hey, Wyoming, you know, do you love your communities? Do you love where you live? This is how you can give back together in in one giant effort so we are one of the many organizations um that is participating on the platform and uh other great aspects of wyo gives is that there's some matching funds available there's also some fun i think they do some prizes you know based on like who gets the first amount of money and who gets the you know um it's it's a little bit of a competition but mostly it's it's really just a joyful way to to encourage folks to recognize that where they live is valuable and the places the the nonprofits that that support those locations um need their help yeah. Now, when it comes to uh, the Y.O. Theater, the theater itself mm-hmm. is not asking for donations, correct? Well, we are. So we're, we're asking on behalf of Y.O. Play. So Y.O. Play, of course, is a Y.O. Theater initiative. Um, so last year, we were really fortunate. We participated for the first time and helped raise funds for the purchase of a new projector. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, which is was really successful and has been incredibly... I cannot tell you how useful this thing has been this year. Um, we've used it so many times, and it's been an incredible asset to us. So this year, we thought we'd participate um, with... You know, we could just say, please give to the YO, but we like to have uh, a, a very specific reason for folks to, to give uh, in YO Gives. And this year, of course, we're, we're utilizing YO Play for that, um, this really fun education initiative that we started a couple of years ago. Now, you and I talk quite a bit about how much is going on down at the YO Theater, because mm-hmm. you guys have always, it's not just these, you know, fantastic plays that are put on by local troops. It's not just uh, the the satellite transmissions where you could show these fantastic plays that mm-hmm. are done in other parts of the world, mm-hmm. but it's the activities mm-hmm. that are going on yeah. in the Y.O. Theater. This right. theater is like a little community theater center, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. A, a performing arts center. Of course. Uh, so <laughs> I think, I can't remember who it was that said that you know the the theater is really like the jewel uh, in the community mm-hmm. it's it's where everyone gathers mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. and i walked by the theater multiple times attending either events or or something else downtown and there's always something going on in your building yes 
I mean, it, yes. you've got a lot going on in there. We do. We do. It's um, it's wonderful. It's really, I mean, it's part of our mission, right? It was, we have this beautiful facility. We're here to serve our community. Um, and we want to make sure that, that we're available for folks to use the space when and if they can. Great example of that is the Wyo Rodeo. They're selling the you know the tickets for the rodeo out of the Wyo Theater. So Wyo Theater, of course, is not selling them, but they are using our facility to be the hub for the ticket sales. Um, so that's just one example of many of people who have the, have taken advantage of not only our location, but just sort of this like cool energy and great vibe that you mentioned, sort of warmness, um, recognition. People know where we are. So it's it's wonderful. You know, we love opening our doors to the community and we love being that space of gathering and um yeah it's 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 what we value so for those who may not know just exactly what it is uh what is wyo play and uh when did it kick off well i can give you the you know the very what scientific term i guess it's an education initiative of the wyo performing arts and education center a dynamic series of educational programs aimed at all ages age group, excuse me, in creative, collaborative, and playful art making. So play stands for place-based performances, lifelong learning, accessibility for all, and youthfulness. Um, really funny way to just say it's, it's our education initiative. Um, and about, well, it's been about five years when we uh, created our most recent strategic plan. And in that strategic plan, we had uh, a goal to create a, a stronger education initiative. So for years, we've always done the, um, you know, the free, free matinee series. And then when artists visit, of course, we have outreach opportunities. Uh, that's, that's a, a very small portion of what we think we can and should be doing, particularly with the size of our space now. So again, you know, five years ago in our strategic plan, we outlined this goal of creating, uh, this education initiative. And we launched with the help of course of Grace Cannon, who is our, uh, lead teaching artist currently of YO play, a wild play this fun playful arm of the wild theater totally aimed at getting into the schools getting theater into the schools bringing the students to the wyo um but also not just students we want to we want to make it um intergenerational so not only do we have young activities for young people i.e the acting out program at school district two in the elementary schools we also host um uh, creative aging at the hub and this year we will be the host of the Young at Heart Players. So they, they do these really fun, usually melodramas, and they, they tend to do those over at the Hub as well. Um, and then also some other intergenerational activities. So it's, it's just a way for folks to continue learning through the arts, specifically through theater. Um, and now we have this great program to sort of wrap it all up. What are some of the things that uh, Y.O. Play's done within its lifespan? You've kicked off the creative aging. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I spoke with Grace Cannon a while back, and she said that uh, she was really happy with the turnout mm. of, of that kind of thing. But, mm -hmm. I mean, it's not just that program. Right. I mean, it, this initiative does so much. Uh, uh, she's running all over the place. Isn't oh, she? for sure. Yeah, it's it's kind of cool. So we have programs in school district two, two, two actually programs in school district two, one of which I just mentioned, which was the acting out program. It's an after school program. Um, that was one of our one of our very first 
uh, first efforts. So we have um, after school events that happen in this year. It's going to be all five elementary schools and students get an opportunity to learn about folk tales, talk about playwriting, how to create a story. Uh, and then they put on their own cute little folk tale, like little, you know, tale that they create themselves, uh, which is, has been really, really fun. There's, there's been some fun ones. There's a Hansel and Gretel most recently that was cute as heck, I will say, because Hansel and Gretel, the witch turns out was not, she was only a witch because she was, you know, feeling left out. And so she needed just like a little bit of help from, from her friends to be a nicer person. And, and this is written by the kids. Correct. <laughs> so these are the kind of stories yeah. that, you know, it's, it's pretty great. Um, so that's acting out. We also do, most recently, you asked new new initiatives. This last year, we launched uh, Ye, Ye Old Bronx Players, which you and I have spoken a bit about. It was the Shakespeare program, which is in um, the junior high, uh, school district two junior high. Yeah. And they did this last year, A Midsummer Night's Dream. Of course, an abridged version of that. And this year, I understand they want to take on um, maybe something a little darker. Maybe Macbeth. We'll Ooh, see. Wow. wow. <laughs> That's what I hear. It's just amazing. I Like, if I had an opportunity to be part of a Shakespeare play in yeah. junior high, I would have jumped on it. I would have loved to have been part of something like that. Oh, for sure. And it was so fun to watch. I mean, of course, it's so intimidating. I mean, it's intimidating oh, for yeah. anyone, right? Like Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> it's not easy. Doesn't get any higher than that. Uh-uh, uh-uh. But these kids, you know, they really embraced it and they were they were the show was phenomenal, but but more than that, the students came out of that with a different idea of themselves, you know, a little more confidence maybe, perhaps they're feeling like, oh, I can do these hard things that are challenging. I I talked to one in particular who oh, was so so shy. She was in um the junior high band refused to perform on stage. She wouldn't even go on stage for the concerts. Like, wouldn't even go on stage. She was just horrified to be up there. And I, I don't know how she ended up in the Shakespeare program, but she did. She did. And she got one of the, actually one of the lead roles. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was hard. I mean, she was struggling, but she, by the end of it, I talked to her over the summer and, oh, you didn't, you know, you weren't able to participate in um, Matilda Jr. this year. And she said, no, we had a, a family trip, but I I got to do this next year. I mean, I just can't wait. I need to get up there on stage. And I was like, wow. Transformed. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Something like that can be such a big thing in a child's mm-hmm. life that she'll remember that moment. You know, I was part of a very small play. Mm. In, in junior high. It was mm-hmm. a murder mystery thing mm-hmm. where no one ended up getting murdered. <laughs> you know Wait, how so it that's is. the mystery, That's right? the mystery. Everyone was faking their own Everyone's death, alive. worried that they were going to get murdered. Yeah. But I look back on that as kind of the, the a pivotal moment where it's going out there on stage. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially junior high. What a difficult time in life. Ugh, yeah. You know, still trying to get yourself figured out. Yep. Yep. All these crazy changes happening, and now you, you're going to go stand up in front of your friends and family mm-hmm. and, and do your best to put on a play. Mm-hmm. And, and to, to build that confidence could really help lay the foundation as they go forward in life. And, and I think that is just so important that people see the, the critical need for programs like this, mm-hmm. arts, uh, you know, especially like performing arts, because mm-hmm. a lot of that is all confidence, isn't it? 
It is, and and more more than confidence, um, they learn these these great team building skills. Um, you know, being a part of an ensemble, learning how to cooperate and work well with with your quote unquote teammates, your your cast members. Um, and, and, you know, on top of, if we're talking about Shakespeare, there's this great literature aspect and understanding history and, you know, all these things that can tie into a really exceptional experience, um, that feels like you're just hanging out, playing around, you know? Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. Which, uh, kind of helps to remove that, that anxiety, mm-hmm. you know, that, mm-hmm. that boils to the surface, mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden you're having fun. Right. Well, now it's, you're not anxious because sure. you're having a good time. Yeah. And it really transforms everything. And I greatly appreciate your guys' efforts in getting all of that set up. We're going to continue with the Y.O. Theater and Y.O. Play right after this. We're talking about Y.O. Gibbs this morning right here on Public Pulse, 930 KROE, 103.9 FM. Share Sheridan Wild Rodeo, one of the biggest events in Sheridan. Time for family, friends, and visitors from all over the world to come home. The First Federal Bank and Trust family would like to extend a big welcome home to everyone. First Federal is a trusted local bank committed to our community, sponsoring the nightly Indian relay races and helping bring you live coverage of the Friday morning live stream and broadcast on SheridanMedia.com. So welcome home from the First Federal Bank and Trust family, a true community bank for over 88 years. Member FDIC. You're facing foreclosure or pre-foreclosure and you don't know what to do. Do you want to still be able to walk away with some equity before you lose your property? Wild Renovation is here to help. Wild Renovation will come to your home, evaluate the value, and make your cash offer with minimal bank involvement. You can avoid the foreclosure process, keep your record clean, and walk away with some equity. Find out more at wildrenovation.com or find them on Facebook. The Sheridan Farmers Market is back for another great season at Whitney Commons Park. You'll find local produce, meat, eggs, coffee, baked goods, and outstanding locally crafted items this Thursday and every Thursday from 5 to 7 p.m. through September 14th. See the best our hardworking local producers have to offer at the Sheridan Farmers Market Thursday evenings at Whitney Commons Park. Sponsored in part by Sheridan Media. And remember, please leave your pets at home. Upgrade your car buying experience with the world-class service, selection, and value that only Pole Motor delivers. And now, financing your next new car has never been easier. Pole Motor offers quick, easy financing through local credit unions. Find a little peace of mind with competitively priced service contracts on all makes and models, eight years or newer, and no dock fees at Pole Motor. For luxury selection with personalized service, stop in Pole Motor, take a test drive, finance it easily, and take ownership today. Summer's here. That means warm weather road trips. You're ready, but is your car ready? Are your tires safe for hot weather driving? Midas Tire and Auto has rebates on name brand tires. Is your vehicle's air conditioning running on empty? New or old, including the most recent YF Freon systems, Midas works on all AC systems. Getting and keeping you safely on the road for this summer's travels. See Midas Tire and Auto on East Brundage Lane in Sheridan. 
Hi, this is Liz Kincaid, host of the new video podcast called Sheridan County Ag Update. Join me each week as I visit with folks in our area about local agriculture issues, rodeo, 4-H, FFA, and more. You can find my video podcast each week and past interviews under the podcast tab or on the front page of SheridanMedia.com. Sheridan County Ag Update is presented by Heartland Kubota, Cowboy State Bank, and True Built Builders. So join me, Liz Kincaid, host of Sheridan County Ag Update on SheridanMedia.com. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. We are proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. And this morning, we're speaking with Erin Butler. She's the executive director of the YO Theater. The theater is the parent organization of YO Play, an education initiative of the Wyoming Performing Arts and Education Center. Wild Play is a dynamic series of educational programs aimed at all age groups in creative, collaborative, and playful art making. This year, Wild Play is taking part in Wild Gives, a statewide 24-hour online fundraising event that is designed to bring the state together as one community to raise money and awareness for Wyoming's nonprofits. Aaron, has Wild Play met the expectations? of the Wyoming Arts and Education Center Board. Uh, When they initially sat down Mm -hmm. and you guys made that strategic plan, what does it look like to the board now? Holy cow, this thing has got its own legs and it's just running? Or Mm -hmm. or was there more that they wanted? I I think that when we set out to create this arm or this piece of the YO, we didn't we didn't have a, a roadmap or we didn't really know what we were wanting exactly. So to have someone like Grace who, you know, it all came about because even before our strategic plan was put into place, she had sent us sort of a proposal of a, an education series that she was interested in doing before she moved back to Sheridan. And that just kind of was like interesting, but then, you know, then it all sort of connected together very nicely and the fact that she had already been thinking about it she kind of knew this direction that that she thought would be really successful um and then of course we can we can collaborate and talk about ideas and it just grows and uh you know it's been i think it's been surprising in in the best way for me in particular but the board for sure um never imagined the number of programs uh, particularly the kinds of programs that we're, we're hosting and presenting. Uh, and also the fact that not only do we have people who are coming to the WIO, which I think originally was what we had in, in mind, was we'd bring people to the WIO. And right, you'd have a happen. class in the back, the Mars yeah, Theater or right. something. Yeah, fine space. Um, no, Grace and others, you know, we're hiring teaching artists in the community, which is another great thing because we're helping community members become teaching artists uh you know they're then doing the work and they're going to the school so school district one um and school district two in into their classrooms with this work um which i think and and actually more than i think i know helps the schools in lots of ways and that you know they don't have the funding necessarily to hire just a theater educator or just one person to do this stuff they just don't have that funding uh so if we can find a way to kind of fill that niche for them 
um, this thing that they want to do anyway. It's been a really valuable uh, relationship and, and way to build these great programs within the schools. Were they really receptive to the idea at first, mm -hmm. the, the superintendents? They were like, you know what? Yes, I would love you guys to come into the classroom. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. So they saw this opportunity and jumped on it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, in the case of School District 1, with when Pete was the, the superintendent, uh, we met with him. So we, we spent a good, what, year, probably six months to a year just meeting with people. We met with lots of different, the, the, you know, the different superintendents. We met with the YMCA. We met with, you know, we met with all these kind of stakeholders. I hate buzzy words like that. But we <laughs> did meet with them. And just because we, you know, our intention was not to duplicate. We don't want to duplicate what's already happening. There are already people in this community doing really great work in other ways. Yeah. So our efforts, number one, did not, we did not want to duplicate anyone. We also did not want to get in the way of what other people may have had planned. We wanted to be helpful. I mean, you know, that was our intention. So we, so we went about it with a great deal of intentionality um, and talked to lots of different people. And when we talked to Pete, he said to us, um, they keep asking, they want a program here. We don't have anyone who can do it. At the time, they had someone who, who was kind of doing some high school musical stuff, but there was nothing in, for the younger age range. And so that's what he said. He just said, we need, we need something for the younger folks. And we definitely took that to heart, and we created um, the, the, program, the, the program we do there. It's just called you know, junior or middle school drama club, very simple. But that again, the last few years has been this really cool way that we can bring both sets of schools together. Cause as you know, school district one is sort of there's tongue river and Ranchester, and then there's Bighorn. So each of those separate schools create again, their own play. Um, usually it's been a fairy tale cause it's very, very, you know, it's, it's a kind of a simple formula, like a fractured fairy tale kind of thing. Uh, so they all create pieces of this play and then the week of the performance, they come together at the YO and put it together as one, you know, one group. So that's been really fun, uh, a little more challenging because of the distance, but, but just something that, you know, Pete said, we need this thing. And so created this really fun way to bring these two schools together and at the beginning they were suspicious of one another but now they <laughs> seem side yeah eyes. they're just yeah. like oh you're big horn oh you're tired. you know whatever the rivalry that's goes right deep. but they they love it and it's really fun and it's a great way to not only bring the kids together but to bring the two communities together at the yeah. yo so um yeah so stuff like that has been so rewarding and so inspiring um and, and listening, you know, we, we just try to do a lot of listening. We try to, to hear what people are needing and make sure that we are doing that in the best way for not only the people we're serving, but also for the, the YO as a whole. Where do folks go tomorrow morning mm -hmm. when they want to give? Well, you can go to yogives.org. And uh, I would encourage you to check it out because there are so many, not only uh, uh, nonprofits, excuse me, statewide, but just right here in Sheridan. There are so, so many 
foundations and nonprofits participating. Um, and I was thinking about this morning, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw out a challenge to our listeners, especially for you folks who are who, who might be a little new to Sheridan, who moved here because you love this community. We all love this community, but in order for this community to thrive, you have to support your community. So go to Wyo Gives tomorrow um, and make that effort. Support the place that you love and give to the people that are helping make Sheridan a really great place to live. I, you know, I talk to a lot of 501c3s, mm-hmm. um, a, a lot of different organizations, and that, in, in my opinion, that is a huge part of what makes Sheridan such a great place to live. Yeah. You've got people who act. They don't just talk about something. Mm-hmm. They act. And initiatives and programs that have started here have spread throughout the state. And Wild Play is one of those that I would love to see spread like wildfire through every school district in the mm, state yeah. and become a very strong independent program mm-hmm. uh, that is that is running and teaching kids confidence, teamwork. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't ask for anything else. Uh, I want to thank you so much for coming in this morning well, and speaking you. with me, Aaron. Uh, I, I called you last minute and you jumped in. Greatly appreciate <laughs> I just sure. didn't want, I didn't want folks to miss out on Wild Gives, and yeah. I knew that you, Wild Play was taking part in it this year. Yep. So, folks, tomorrow, make a donation to Wild Play or any other nonprofit organization that you support, beginning at midnight tonight and running until 11.59 tomorrow night. Head on over to wildgives.org. Donate early to help ensure that some of these organizations that you support will receive matching funds. It's always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. All right. When we come back, we're going to speak with our state historic site superintendent. Stay with us. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Shared. Marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, Noah's Ark Christian Preschool is receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. Staying on top of your tax and accounting records doesn't have to be a struggle. I'm Patrick Sucker. Parker Mellinger has been providing professional solutions and outstanding value for over 30 years. Whether you're interested in QuickBooks consulting, monthly accounting, payroll preparation, or tax preparation, Parker Mellinger is the solution for your tax and accounting needs. Call us today. Your initial consultation is always free at Harker Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. Shipton's Big R is proud to be one of your sponsors for this week's Sheridan Y.O. Rodeo. There's nothing like the heart-pounding action, leaving it all out in the dirt. To make sure you're ready for all the PRCA rodeo action, Shipton's Big R is offering a great deal from Wrangler. Purchase $75 worth of Wrangler products and you'll get a free rodeo ticket while supplies last. Shipton's Big R offers the largest, most complete selection of Wrangler denim with more than 100 sizes in stock. Cowboy cut, retro, Briggs Workwear, Ultimate Riding Jeans for Ladies, and 20X. For men, women, and little ranch hands, it's time to get Sheridan Y.O. Rodeo ready with Wrangler Western Wear and Shipton's Big R. Long live cowboys, long live cowgirls, long live Wrangler, and long live rodeo. Your free ticket offer is available now at Shipton's Big R on Sugarland Drive. Branded with quality, Shipton's Big R. 
Hi, this is Colton Bates with the Best Real Estate Team, and I'm curious, do you love your home? If so, great. We hope you continue to cherish what you can call yours. But if you had conversations with people who say that the right home for them is hopeless, the market has its challenges, but we don't want your friends, family, and people you know to feel like home ownership is impossible. So we're asking, do you know anyone looking for a new situation, whether it's their first home or a new home? Best is here to provide creative ideas and help those you know feel more prepared and hopeful than ever before. Call me, Colton, at 675-BEST or visit bestwi.net for all of your real estate needs. Proudly brokered by EXP. It's Captain Clean here, and so is the rain, snowmelt, and discovering what damage this super cold winter wreaked on your water pipes and hose bibs. If you find unexpected water or moisture in your home or business, call Captain Clean. Our experts are trained and certified and have tons of experience with water damage. If you find water, call Captain Clean, 672-0726, your local water damage experts. Kearney County School District 2 is hiring friendly, safety-conscious individuals as part-time bus drivers Monday through Friday, 2 to 4 hours a day. No experience required. The district will provide training to obtain your CDL and required endorsements. Starting wage is $17.55 to $19.65 with a sign-on bonus of $1,000. For more information, call the district office at 307-674-7405, extension 5208. This and other great opportunities can be found at scsd2.com. The Sheridan Farmer's Market is back for another great season at Whitney Commons Park. You'll find local produce, meat, eggs, coffee, baked goods, and outstanding locally crafted items this Thursday and every Thursday from 5 to 7 p.m. through September 14th. See the best our hardworking local producers have to offer at the Sheridan Farmer's Market Thursday evenings at Whitney Commons Park. Sponsored in part by Sheridan Media. And remember, please leave your pets at home. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. Dropped my pen at the wrong time there, guys. <laughs> I'm Floyd Whiting. We're proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. For the second part of the show this morning, I am joined by State Historic Site Superintendent Sherry Mooney Shada and American Indian Student Interpretive Ranger Trey Wolfback. Good morning and welcome to the show. Thanks for Good having morning. us. Now, Sherry, how have things been up at the state sites so far this summer? Are you seeing a lot of traffic? We are. It's been very, very busy. People are out traveling this summer and they are visiting Wyoming State Parks and Historic Sites. That's fantastic to hear. Uh, you know, and we've got some of the best in the state right here in our area. Uh, the you know the uh, the entire story of the Bozeman Trail uh, f- captured my imagination probably about two thousand and eight. Uh, I pretty late in life. Uh, I was twenty eight years old, serving with the military. Went up there to Fort Phil Kearney, and they, we just learned everything we could learn. It was amazing to know that this piece of history was right here in our own backyard. People travel from all over the world to see this. How about the mansion? Is that getting a lot of traffic up there? It sure is, yep. That's always good to hear. Now, uh, tell me about the observatory because there's uh, some sad news. <coughs> sad but good, I guess. <laughs> it's it's one of those bittersweets, right? It's slow progress. So the observatory at Fort Phil Kearney is being fixed. It is getting worked on. It's just moving a little slower than we wanted. And our um, interpretive ranger, Lindley Mayer, who was working on it, has accepted a new position down in Casper at our state park down there, Edna's Kimball Wilkins, as their superintendent. So she has given me all the information and uh, 
it'll be ready and waiting for our next person who fills her shoes. But in the meantime, um, we we're getting it working. We just don't have a date or events planned around it quite yet. Now, when I spoke to her last time, she was looking for volunteers mm-hmm. to kind of come and help mm-hmm. put that thing back on its tracks, which yeah. sounded like a challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you guys get enough volunteers? Do you still need more? We did. We Yes, she gave me the list. We have a long list of volunteers. Oh, great. Yeah, and so we have not lost that list. <laughs> we will call them when we're ready. Um, and we did get it back on the tracks. So that is good progress. Tell me yeah. about the star parties. So this weekend on July 15th from 9 to 11 p.m., we will be using some other telescopes out at the fort, and you can look at the stars through them. But to kick off the event, and until it gets dark, we have our um, student interpretive ranger, Trey, who will be leading the program with Northern Cheyenne Stories. Trey, welcome to the show. Hey. Now, tell me, uh, how long have you been an interpretive ranger? I have been in interpretive rangers, well, after the training, the one-week training, and then four weeks now. So I'd be on my fourth week here at the fort. Oh, wow. So four weeks. Are you going to be, you're not permanent at this fort. You're going somewhere else? Yeah. Where are you going to head? I'm headed to the medicine wheel. And and what are you going to teach over there? I'm going to be teaching my, my perspective of the Cheyennes and going to help all the tourists with what they need and any questions you know we reveal information as interpretive rangers so that that is our job now let me ask you what inspired you to throw the uniform on and get into this line of work what was it that you felt i'm going to go in there and i'm going to teach them my perspective i've always you know looked up to the forest rangers and the people the park rangers like i do a lot of traveling and I see these people, you know, they get to drive the cool trucks and they get to talk to people. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, man, that's that's got to be a dream of mine to step in there. And when I heard about this program, I, I went right for it. Now, what do they teach at the training? Is a lot of it uh, like history book type stuff or is this just more of uh, like teaching techniques? It's more teaching techniques and how to like teach your own programs and how to train and become better at those mm-hmm. and there's a lot a lot to it but you go through it like what a 32 hour training and first week we got there was a lot of hand, hands-on training we got to play with play-doh <laughs> and uh, you know those pipe cleaners yeah and that was kind of a ice breaker right there and that was great boy they start you with the bare necessities huh yeah. here you go so make a program with play-doh and pipe cleaners <laughs> yeah if you can do that you can do anything yeah pretty much like you know show how creative you can be yeah yeah and that, that was a lot of fun i enjoyed it now are you a member of the northern cheyenne yes i am a proud member of the oh northern absolutely cheyenne. uh so i think uh, as you know, someone of more Anglican background, like coming up and getting your perspective on the events that have taken place along the Bozeman Trail would be a breath of fresh air. Um, right. And and to hear uh, you know what some people would consider the other side, or or uh, who was already here by the time we showed up uh as as a race mm-hmm. uh so is there anything different that you teach or is it just kind of right along the history lines of things it's right along the history lines yes and uh, you know the, 
the native people they don't really get the light shine on them yeah exactly so it, it's you know makes me happy to tell that we're still here and we're still doing our thing and we are part of history just as well as anybody else you know are there stories that have been passed down from that uh, that time period within the tribe and the families that uh, y- you can come in and kind of add to the typical uh, black and white history stuff that's written on the page? Yes, I've I've heard some stories. Every every story is passed down through oral oral history, and it's good to hear those and still keep them alive. Absolutely, especially with the history with these these sites here. And to tell that part of the Cheyennes, it's not just the Cheyennes either, but that's who who I represent. Yeah, yeah. And it's good to tell those stories. And being able to to stand on those, you know, those same sites where Crazy Horse yeah. stood. I, for me, that was, it just put me on a high for the whole trip where someone's like, yeah, I probably stood right about here. I was looking down at this and... And I thought, man, this is like to be able to actually be there puts everything into perspective. Right. And it's, what does it mean to you to be able to stand on those sites? It means a lot to me. And it, it's great. It's really great to tell these things. And uh, things you're going to go on to share with your own children in the future. Right, exactly. So you're the one giving a star party coming up tell me about this upcoming star party this upcoming star party we already done one with uh lindley and it was great i told i got to tell my own shan stories the stories that were passed down and stories that are still written in some books now when it comes to the way that we look at stars and the way that uh, uh your people look at stars how is that different I'm pretty sure everybody gets, there's not much of a much difference because we do have the North Star. And you look in other different cultures and they use the North Star as well. But we have our own perspective of why we tell this story and why those, those stars are there. Like the constellations are probably night and day, right? Right. Uh, using different stars for different things. Is there a constellation that you look up to and you kind of identify with more i like the uh i like orion personally uh stories and uh you know myths and and even some alien stuff all about orion's yeah. belt is there anything that really strikes it with you personally well being northern cheyenne we are the star people and we have the morning star and that's that's the most brightest star you can see you know night and day any evening and night and it's always going to be there and so whenever you look up and you find that, you feel something in the chest? Right on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. When is this uh, next star party going to take place? It's a Saturday night at the fort um, from 9 p.m. till 11, so July 15th. So come on out. It's completely free. It's all outside, so bring your bug spray and bring your lawn chair. And I think we're going to have a campfire going, and Trey will be telling stories of uh, Northern Cheyenne stories, some about stars, some not, some personal stories. And then when it gets dark enough, we'll have telescopes for people to look through. Now, with these telescopes, am I going to be like peering through an eyepiece, or are these the ones that we can put up on like a computer screen? I think just through the eyepiece. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not the super high tech. Those some of know. those things, man, they're yeah. expensive. Yes. They'll they'll even track <laughs> the night sky. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Pretty impe- impressive pieces of machinery, and now uh, Sherry, 
Is there going to be a murder mystery this year up at the mansion? Yes, there will be. And tickets go on sale next Thursday on July 20th at 9 a.m. And uh, any any hint to a theme? Yes, it's year? 1920s again. We're going to sell 25 tickets for each night. The murder mystery will be on August 11th and 12th on the evenings from about 5.30 to 8.30. So uh, you have to buy your tickets in person so that you can choose your character. And as always, you can pick a, a main character who has a lot to do with the, the whole mystery, or you can pick someone who has a little less to do. Maybe you just want to observe or it's your first one or something and you don't want to be the central character or something um come up pick your part nobody knows who the murderer is or who gets murdered um, until the <laughs> night until it's done <laughs> until, <yeah. laughs> until the deed is done exactly you won't know until you get there and and every person who buys a ticket will have a part to play and so there's only 25 tickets each night uh 60 each or two for 100 and it's a fundraiser for our uh friends group at Trailend. Now, when it comes to uh, other things that are going to be taking place during this, is there a dinner or their their food like finger foods? Yeah, or? we'll have snacks out, refreshments, and um, uh, a cash bar uh, for alcoholic drinks. We have found that most people tend to go out afterwards in their costumes. <laughs> it's really fun. We've tried to do more dinner things, and and people just didn't seem to eat as much. Yeah. Um, but we go, we drive through downtown after the event, and here's all these people in their flapper dresses in the restaurants. <laughs> it was really fun to see. So we've just um, pared it down to refreshments and then drinks. Now, usually, uh, you guys go through these tickets pretty dang quick. We do, and there's a waiting list once they've sold out so if uh if you're looking to to join in on the murder mystery up at the kendrick mansion folks make sure you're getting down there get those tickets as soon as you can now sherry you said we can kind of pick our characters Mm -hmm. uh, based on how much we want to interact or maybe like a Mm mid-level because i feel like i would Mm -hmm. be more mid-level than anything (laughs) else Uh, that way I've got the choice to kind of yeah. uh, sneak off. Okay, one more time. Where do I get those tickets? Yes, in person at Trail End State Historic Site, the Kendrick Mansion, which is at 400 Clarendon Avenue in Sheridan. On Thursday, July 20th, we open at 9 a.m. And we're open seven days a week from 9 to 6. So come on up in person, and whoever's at the desk can help you with your tickets. The Trail End summer evening on the lawn something that a lot of people locally love to take uh, part in Mm -hmm. Uh, we've we've had a lot of people move in yeah. Uh, over the last year, they might not know anything about this. Would you tell me a little bit about it? Yes, this is a very relaxed evening at the mansion on Wednesday, July 26th from 6 to 8 p.m. The museum will be open late. It's a completely free event. You can come in and tour the mansion on your own, bring a picnic, eat on the lawn. We are working on live music so you can listen to music. Um, our friends group will be serving cookies and lemonade. We will have an, at least one antique car there for you to look at, a 1929 Ford. And um, you can play badminton and croquet on the lawn. It's just a very relaxed two hours. Come hang out at the mansion. You know, junior high, I was an amazing badminton player. Just going to throw that out there. <laughs> just a little warning to anyone who wants to net up with me. Pretty bad with that birdie. All right, now that... <laughs> 
It was fun. I really did actually have a good time doing it. The Vintage Car Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many cars are you guys getting up there? And you do like to try and keep it within a certain decade, right? We do. The Kendrick family owned the home until the 60s, the late 60s. And so we will accept any car made before 1970. And so we've had, um, I think, up to 20 or 25 cars in the past show up. These common and park in the front circle drive or down the driveway. People can vote on the car they like the best. We have a couple categories and uh, it's on Saturday, August 26th from 1 to 4 p.m. The car show is free. If you want to want to come in and take a tour of the mansion, those fees apply. But um, the car show itself is free and you just come up and spend the afternoon looking at cool cars. Do you usually get a lot of folks who, who get up there, they start looking at the cars and they're like, hey, yeah. we're here. Let's go check out that mansion. We do. Yeah. It's a good way to get people up there for the first time. And and I'm doing my best not to gush about the mansion this time. I do it every time you come in. But this thing is, it's an amazing building. Uh, and, and it's got so much history linked to it. And, and you know, I mean, the Kendricks themselves, fascinating family. Uh, how are things going out at the other states? There you go. Yes. <laughs> Very slow. We are maintaining it, um, and that's all we can do at yeah. this point. Yeah. Any plans does the state have for it in the future? Just more of a maintenance thing right now? I mean, the ultimate goal is to get it open to the public. But until we get a bridge across the Powder River, we don't have a way to get the public out there without crossing private land, which we can't do. Yeah. So uh, just need a bridge. So yeah. now, real quick, one more time. Tell me when this uh, the next star party is going to be, and uh, the little, just the quick details around it. Yeah, this Saturday, July fifteenth, from nine to eleven p.m. at Fort Phil Kearney. Bring your lawn chair and your bug spray. It's completely free. You can call the fort if you have questions, and um, we'll be there Saturday night. And Trey, uh, you're going to be telling stories yeah. about the Northern Cheyenne's perspective of the stars. Right. And that sounds like it's going to be absolutely fascinating. And and we're going to lose you soon, so we better take advantage of you while we got you here before <laughs> you head up to Medicine Wheel. I want right. to thank you both so much for coming in and speaking with me this morning. Uh, really looking forward to that star party. Uh, me and the wife might have to bust out the lawn chairs. I, yeah. I'm thinking we're going to have to take a little trip. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. you. All right, you've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan Wild Rodeo, one of the biggest events in Sheridan. Time for family, friends, and visitors from all over the world to come home. The First Federal Bank and Trust family would like to extend a big welcome home to everyone. First Federal is a trusted local bank committed to our community, sponsoring the nightly Indian Relay Races and helping bring you live coverage of the Friday morning live stream and broadcast on SheridanMedia.com. So welcome home from the First Federal Bank and Trust family, a true community bank for over 88 years. Member FDIC. Did you 
you know One Health cares for all of you, your physical, your behavioral, and your social health? We're proud to continue to offer primary care, immunizations, pediatrics, senior wellness, and now dental services. One Health is a passionate team offering exceptional care for the entire body, all under one roof for all ages and all income levels, accepting Medicaid, Medicare, private insurance, as well as a sliding fee scale, in-person and telehealth. So schedule your next wellness exam. One Health is now located in the train depot and at onehealthcaresforall.org. Our paint department is stocked up and ready to go. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. We're excited to help you with your next painting project. We have added the PPG line of paints along with our True Value paint line. This allows you so many new and exciting options for your next project. Whether you need help with customized color matching or choosing the right product, we're here to help. Great paint, great store. The Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. You know what my favorite thing about summer is? What's that? Wild Rodeo and Ribeye Steaks. Oh, me too. And to beef up the month of July, Sheridan Honda has teamed up with Just LaDuit Steakhouse in Bighorn. Anyone who sells us their vehicle will get a $100 gift card to enjoy steak dinner on us. What if I want steak in a new car? Well, this juicy deal includes trade-ins as well. And remember, our cars are priced number one in the market, come with a full tank of gas, and are ready to hit the rodeo road. Visit Sheridan Honda today. In this day and age, everyone's looking for a great value deal. Well, look no further than your locally owned McDonald's. The $3.50 value deal is available at your McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Choose from a McDouble, hot and spicy, or six-piece chicken McNuggets, plus a small fry for $3.50. Now that is the value. Don't forget to download the McDonald's app for even more great deals. Look no further for a great value deal than your locally owned McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Are you ready to saddle up and experience the thrill of the upcoming rodeo? Look no further than CNB Supply, your one-stop shop for all your rodeo needs. Located conveniently on Heartland Drive, we've got everything you need from bug spray, grills, lawn chairs, gear, and plenty more. Our knowledgeable staff is here to help you get your last-minute needs and make sure that you have an incredible rodeo experience. Stop by and visit CNB Supply. We're open Monday to Friday, 7.30 to 6, and Saturday, 8 to 3. The First People's Powwow, Friday, July 14th, immediately after the Rodeo Parade, a one-of-a-kind event that shouldn't be missed. Hundreds of Native American dancers and drum teams dressed in full regalia will gather on the front lawn of the historic Sheridan Inn, telling stories and performing traditional ceremonial dances. This event is free and open to the public. The First People's Powwow, Friday, July 14th, immediately after the Rodeo Parade at the historic Sheridan Inn. 103.9 FM is News Talk 930, KROE, Sheridan. K-R-O-E.